0: Hello, and welcome to the Better Modesto show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. This is your host, Ulysses Vasquez with my co-host, Nico Solorio, Demetrius Snare, and Christian Fletcher, all live here on a virtual show today. So today, uh, if you're around uh, Modesto or the Central Valley, you know that we're being hit by a a uh, cyclone bomb, or a bomb cyclone. bomb cyclone. A bomb cyclone. That doesn't mean it's a great cyclone. It just means it's 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 not a great cyclone. It's So it's bringing some rain in, um, and I actually heard that the amount of rain that it's bringing is about a quarter of what Modesto gets in a year. So that's a lot of rain that's coming down. Um, but I hope everyone's staying dry, and I hope uh, when you hear this episode, the storm actually shall have has passed already so i hope you stay dry and safe during this time um but hey guys now that you're in it how's how's the how's the weather for you guys
1: we're all in different parts so it's all hitting everybody differently because it is yeah but here I'm, i'm closer to downtown modesto so um we have a bunch of sycamore trees here where i'm at and the branches are kind of breaking off here and there but nothing too crazy just yet um some of the gutters are backing up you know, so getting a little bit of puddles here and there. Uh, but I know like a couple of streets away on 7th Street, it was pretty flooded. They had to actually close the street down there and on 9th Street as well. So, you know, but hey, you know. How's and it over there for you, Coach D?
2: It's fine over here, man. I'm I'm going to um, give a session which I kind of feel almost embarrassed about. But my, so my oldest daughter today, she's like, She's home. You know, she was home and she's like, I, I got to leave today. She's got to take care of her car, kind of get start getting ready for school and everything. She drove all the way to San Luis Obispo this morning. Like, okay. and we didn't want her to. We were like, no, don't. And so then she wasn't going to. Then my wife left. And then she was like, I really want to get back and take care of this stuff and everything. So I kind of looked at the weather. I'm like, look, you got about a five hour like block here where it's going to be windy, but there's not going to be any rain. So if you want to go. She's like, all right, mommy's probably gonna be mad and all this. And I'm like, nah, just I'll, I'll text your mom, I'll tell her. And I just told her, like, listen, don't be afraid to drive slow, don't be afraid to pull over at a gas station and hang out for a minute or whatever. But I was just thinking, like, man, she, we would let her do that, but she's home now, so we know for sure right. she made everything. So it's all good. But my wife was just like, I was probably gonna be dogged, ran over a rock or anything, you
1: know.
2: <laughs> so. But it's it's fine here, man. I mean, although I have a fence that's gone, like so, I got to get a fence fixed. Um, actually, I do it's just yeah. So this 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 storm will cost me a little bit of money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I hope I really do hope every everyone's staying safe out there. Christian, what about you? Usually skateboard out here. Is how's the how's the skating uh, terrain out there?
3: Well, uh, I will have you know i just skated down to the gas station a few hours ago <laughs> and uh it was it was kind of enjoyable you know it was fun because i learned if i wear a jacket while it's this windy i can use it as kind of like a parachute and like send myself back <laughs> <So> that's, <super laughs> awesome. that's how windy it is kind of goes to show you um i got a lot of leaves in my face so that's another thing um it's really not fun to skate uh i did this morning too where it was everything was covered in water and i had already gone far enough where i couldn't just turn back because i was going to get something and it was just water everywhere the whole parking lot uh of a place that i went to was like an inch of water so that was crazy but um down by my house i'm by mjc it's not really that bad the the road's a little wet, but uh, a neighbor I had, their tree just fell over, so they have a really, a lot of people from the tree team working on it right now, because it was a pretty big section, so that's kind of what's going down over here.
0: Yeah, and just to clarify for our listeners, we just started, the wind is just kind of picking up, it hasn't downpoured yet, and so, uh, but yeah, I do hope that uh, whatever happens, we stay safe out there, I know. Um, I think 99 got shut last time uh, for the last downpour from like, and I'm glad I didn't hop on because I was about to. Um, And so, yeah, so make sure everyone's staying safe out there during this time. Um, And for our listeners, uh, if you have any stories about that that you want to share, make sure to let us know on at gmail.com or also contact us um, on our Instagram. But a happy new year to our listeners as well. Happy New Year to our team, Nico Soloria. Happy late birthday as well.
1: Hey. Yeah, it was good, man. I had a good time. Got back from my vacation on the 21st, and then on the 23rd, the day before my birthday, um, I had a little surprise party um, that got thrown for me. So that was pretty nice. And I turned 30. Whoa! So <laughs> That's Thank crazy. You. Thank you. I know. I know.
0: Christian, so, aren't you 15, are you fifteen or sixteen, sir?
3: I'm fifteen.
0: So you're like twice, Nico, Half you're twice. Age. Well. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, congrats, man. That's a that's thank a big
1: milestone. You. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, man. I'm excited awesome. for the what's to come.
0: Definitely. And how was uh your guys' New Year's?
2: mine was great man we had uh we we do the same thing pretty much every year have some family over have some friends over and uh we do like karaoke we do some ping pong karaoke is pretty much the highlight of the night it's uh it's usually a smorgasbord of like just craziness have everything three
1: <laughs> everything all yeah. kinds of genres Oh
2: bro like I I can I, I I run the gamut like I I go like backstreet
1: boys all the way
2: to like <laughs> stuff, you know what I'm saying like,
1: like it's
2: um I enjoy it so it was fun we had uh, everybody stayed up till past midnight and everything um I got three little crazy nephews man so they they keep the party going you know so it, it was good it was a good time and a lot of family and friends over so it was cool
0: That's awesome Yeah I think for myself it was uh it was, I was actually working on um, like my, one milestone I started the New Year's with was, I'm in my theology, I'm like studying theology for my master's, and uh, they gave me the opportunity to do a sermon on New Year's Day on this past Sunday, and so uh, I actually got to preach my first sermon, um, yeah. which was so cool, I ne- never had that opportunity, done, done little devotionals here and there, and so I got to start out the year for our our church plant radiant covenant so shout out to them and uh, the team over there for the opportunity and so it was like i was like thinking of new year's not as like come 2023 i'm like oh my gosh i gotta speak in front of people and do public speaking so i was practicing the christmas eve and writing notes and all that stuff so it was actually a a busy I, i i like hanged out with my family for like the last 10 minutes of 2022 hanged out five minutes after and then kept kept going over my my notes and stuff so it was a it was a busy season uh but excited for the cool opportunity to start the year so that's how i started 2023 you, so it was cool
1: how'd you feel like you did
2: um like how'd you what would you rate it for yourself and are you looking forward to doing it again
0: yeah for for myself i would say i rated it uh, a good performance. Um, uh, I mean, I, if you want to say it like that. <laughs> um, but I think on a public speaking scale, like, yeah, I was, I felt calm, I felt at ease. Um, I, I feel like my preparation was pretty solid. Um, I definitely was nervous for a first time, and I, I could, I definitely my body language is a little bit more, but I felt like the message was not heresy. So. You know, that was, that's a good thing. So, um, yeah, and I got some good feedback after. And uh, yeah, I I actually, to your, to what your question was, your second question, I actually do look forward to doing more. I think public speaking is something I enjoy. And so, um, yeah, it was a good challenge and I feel like I met it. That was
1: cool. Yeah.
3: That's great.
0: Nico, how about your New Year's? Any karaoke going on over there?
1: Uh, No, no karaoke. Mine was kind of, you know, funny story opposite of yours. Like I, We planned to stay in, um, but we ended up going to go eat. And then we ended up going to um, Contentment Brewery. So that's where it's like the opposite of yours of like we had a couple beers. Um, A really cool thing, though, is that Contentment Brewery has added pinball machines inside. And so that's like the main reason we go is to go play pinball. They have a Godzilla pinball game there. So it's pretty fun and uh they got a pool table and uh uh shuffleboard so it's pretty fun little environment just go hang out okay but got you home what- by i don't know like 9:30 or so or 10 so i didn't stay out late and then we had to actually end up falling asleep before midnight <laughs> so i think we woke up like woke up like 10 minutes after and it was like oh it's new year's like happy new year and then
0: Nico when you said opposite of preaching I felt like it was you were gonna I don't know what you did I (laughs) I was like whoa we also just kind of catch up on how our lives are going just for us to really connect with you listeners and again we always want to hear from you Um, and so we've had a a few of our uh, guests of our listeners reach out to us Um, and so if you there was an episode that you loved this past year I know we had a great episode with Jim Cruz um a couple a month ago and it was, it was awesome and it's up on Spotify now um, yeah just feel free to let us know and share your thoughts on the Better Modesto show at gmail.com you've been listening to the Better Modesto show on KFIV 1360 and live on iHeartRadio app this is your host Ulysses Vasquez co host Nico Solorio Demetrius Snare and Christian Fletcher and we'll catch you in a bit and live on iHeartRadio app this is your host, Ulysses Vasquez, co-host Demetrius Snare, Nico Solorio, and Christian Fletcher, all joining us today. Um, we have a lot going on in our country right now. Um, and we have a, a great political commentator here with us, Demetrius Snare, uh, <laughs> who has a TikTok, and feel free to follow follow him. Uh, he, he puts out some great content. And uh, yeah, we have some historical stuff going on. While this episode is go is running, just want to share what's going on?
2: Yeah, so I mean, great, uh, great uh, political commentator is a, is a huge, huge uh, compliment. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, so no, we had um we had five uh, five votes today for Speaker of the House, and um, or we had three today and two yesterday, and it's historical because it hasn't happened in a hundred years um someone hasn't been voted in as the speaker in the first vote and the funniest thing about it is that each vote has been the same so today was kind of like political theater really because like they did the vote and and let's just talk about this first of all why in 2023 are we doing roll call votes like there was a lady with a piece of paper and a pencil and she would say ulysses vasquez and he would say mccarthy and they go through the next person. It took them an hour to get through 434 people. I use this app in my class when I when I want to take polls and it's called Poll Everywhere. And all of my all of my students just get the app and then I say okay, you know, are apples red and they click yes and within 10 seconds all the answers are up on the board. But our most like highest ranking like political officials are are, are using roll call votes. So that takes them an hour. And then after an hour of the roll call vote, they realize, okay, no one's speaker. So then they go through nominating for the speaker again. So the same people or different. People get up to nominate the same people for speaker. They do the vote again. And it's exactly the same again, literally 212 people vote for Hakeem Jeffries from the democratic party. 201 people vote for Kevin McCarthy Um, 20 people vote for, um, Byron Donaldson and one person votes present three times in a row today for an hour each. So I watched our elected officials who all get a minimum of, of $174,000 a year spend about five hours to take the same vote over and over again. When all 434 people knew that the vote was going to be exactly the same. I'm sitting there going, this is what we're spending our taxpaying dollars on. And and, and I, listen, it's the judicial process. I understand that. But a roll call vote? 434 names were said today, and each one of them got to say something. And then she wrote it down on a piece of paper. Like, as a coach— um I find it funny when I see other coaches carrying around a clipboard, paper and pencil when our phones have all this technology in them like there's a notes pad and when I do that I can send things to my athletes immediately. I don't have to go back to the office and make paper copies and then hand them to them. So it was just amazing to me but so that was historical um and I think it so they adjourned they finally decided okay Three times in a row, we had the exact same vote vote. How about we adjourn until eight o'clock tonight? So by the time we end this show, they'll be they'll be doing it again. And I mean, who knows? Nothing might change. Nothing might change at all. They might come to the to the stage again, nominate the same people, have the exact same 434 votes bo- votes to be casted for the exact same people. I I, I don't know. Um, I wasn't. I you know. I grew up um, not as involved in politics. Now I'm like, I've dove in head first and I know a lot about it. And I just think I'm very interested in it. But gosh, like. I could go in there and fix a lot of stuff like right now. Like I could save this country millions of dollars just by changing that roll call vote. I mean, 434, 434 people in there make $174,000 a year. And they just spent five hours doing nothing.
1: That's our money. That's insane. Yeah. I have to agree (laughs) with you. I really do. I, it doesn't make sense. You know, we spend so much money on just trusting these people and, they waste it. They waste they waste the money and they get all their trips paid for by us. I mean, their food, everything. So it, it the money runs deep. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's
2: not about waste, of wasteful spending. You know, they all everyone. That's the buzzword. Wasteful spending, wasteful spending. How much money do we waste on flying them around the country to pretend that they're doing things for their constituents when really they're going to like balls and parties and, and speaking engagements. And they're flying around on that. They're taking their family members. They're taking their staffers. Um, I don't know. I just I think obviously we need a we need government. You know, we need laws to be we need legislation we need decisions to be made but you know i've i've read some books about some of these things and the amount that they waste just on furniture in their offices it's freaking crazy like you and i could if i went to my my boss at the school and said i need a new chair and that chair is going to be i don't know from some extravagant place that's going to cost me five thousand dollars they'd be like yeah we have a room full of chairs you can just grab one of those man like so it's just um it's it's crazy the amount of money that's spent in the halls of justice for you know a lot of nothing to happen there was a lot of political theater a lot of just just you know um people speaking for the cameras and stuff like that that went on today and you know i don't know it's just it's it's a lot it's a lot
0: Yeah, I, I would say I appreciate you sharing um, about that, because, I mean, yeah, it hasn't happened, and I, I, it's crazy to think about, it, in 100 years since we've delayed uh, this long. And I, I heard someone mention today that, I mean, practically right now, we're missing a whole branch of our government, All right? We have the judicial, executive, and legislative branches, um, and right now, we're operating without a whole branch uh, mm-hmm. who does the laws, who puts up bills. Um, and, yeah, I think I, I think there is – I agree. There is something to be said about efficiency, especially when there are rep- representatives. And, I mean, I get it. Maybe there's like an archival system and things that like maybe the benefit of it. But, I mean, I'm sure you could take it technological, like with using technology and then roll call it someone else on the side and just be jotting it down on paper. <laughs> there's like ways yeah. to do both. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I and it is incredible because it is – I mean – our new Congress is, is supposed to be starting so to now get stuff going, right, especially if it's going to help, you know, with our, you know, debt limit and getting things funded that also affect us here in the city of Modesto in Santa Claus County. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's such it's an unfortunate delay that is happening, and as, as you mentioned, it is political theater, um, yeah. it, and it's rough. Like, it, it's, it's rough to see um, – and I, it's, I think I would say it's also embarrassing <laughs> to see as a person over here. It's like, hey, you know, we we think you guys are trying to get it together um, for the people that you're representing. And, uh, yeah, it could get it could get frustrating engaging. That I know we've talked about this, Demetrius, of like, how 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 is it that maybe you yourself are don't get overwhelmed by the frustration? Um,
2: I, I do sometimes I I feel like I do get overwhelmed a little bit sometimes. Um, for instance, today I you know I, I post these videos and today was like information overload. I felt like I had so many ideas of videos I wanted to post that I needed to just like hone in on one topic, and so I ended up posting more about um, Byron Daniel D- Byron Donalds. You know Byron Donalds was a is a Republican who was nominated for Speaker of the House um Byron Donalds is a black republican who all of the republicans knew was not going to get the votes for speaker of the house but they kept nominating him and every time they nominated him they mentioned that oh he's the first black you know nominated speaker of the house and then you know they mentioned that oh um Frederick Douglass was a republican and so they were really just trying to use the, this virtual signaling that we have a black guy that we nominated. And to me, it was just them trying to be able to say we nominated a black guy. Like if you nominate someone that, you know, has no chance at winning, are you really nominating them? And so um, it was it, it is kind of overwhelming and it is a little bit of information overload. But um, at the same time, I think people need to realize how this stuff affects us locally. Um, if bills aren't signed, if, if 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 the government's work isn't done then we here in Modesto and Stanislaus County are waiting for funds also for, for for projects that we have. You know, so this, as much as it's, you know, we can kind of laugh at the Republicans and the Democrats for not getting things done and all that, it's going to affect us. It could it could affect our schools. It could affect our, um, you know, our, our police, our fire, all that. They, they get government funding, they get federal funding as well as local funding. So if these things don't get done, you know, right now there's no work being done. There's absolutely no work being done.
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that that is unfortunate. Nico, were you going to say share something?
1: Yeah, I was just going to ask Christian to kind of give some thoughts on how he feels as a 15 year old to hear this and like wasteful spending and just how government can't get along and like. What are maybe his thoughts on, you know, him getting older and his just his feelings on the political world?
0: We will get to hear those thoughts after the break. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm definitely curious to hear from Christian and what he's got to say on that. Um, I appreciate that perspective, Nico. And we'll hear more. You've been listening to The Better Modesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. This is your host, Ulysses Vasquez, Demetrius Snare, Nico Solorio, and Christian Fletcher. Um, and I'll uh, get to he- hear more after the break. You are listening to The Better Modesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome. I'm your host, Ulysses Vasquez co-host Demetrius Snare, Nico Solorio, and Christian Fletcher. And we're back. And Christian, you left us um, with an answer about what your thoughts are about these national politics, when you hear about um, yeah, the inefficiencies, you hear the, the constant clashing. Um, yeah, What comes to mind in your head? What do you hear from your people around you um, on these topics?
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things is as I've gotten older, I've become more susceptible to the way that our nation and our world looks at politics through a myopic, socio-political lens. Everyone's looking at it with a different perspective, which I know is the output inevitably. Everyone's going to see things differently. And that's the reason why we even have politics in the first place. But I think the way that things are going, we're only really going to go farther down hill as well. I mean, I I don't think I'd say we're going downhill right now. I think we're on a pretty stable course. We've just got certain nations where people aren't making the best decisions, even in America. Definitely in America. I'm I'm trying to be as on the dot as I can. I have a pretty broad understanding of politics because it's not something that I tend to like dipping my head into, especially as a 15 year old. Because there's not a lot I can do about it, to be honest. I can't, I can speak and advocate, but I can't really go towards any action really. Politics are a world that I try to stick out, like stay out of with my friends, especially and my peers, but I do like discussing these kind of topics with adults. And it's always a lighter conversation, which some adults may not realize, but as a kid, you're always having a, um, like a watered down version of what's going on in the world when adults are talking to you, unless you're in a specific scenario, people will always just try and sugarcoat things to make it seem easier to understand. That's how I see politics. I think it's always just going to be self-centered and it's always going to be like, look at me, look at what I can do. You know what I mean? That might not answer your question, but that's,
1: that's I what came that was of a Great response. I mean, as a 15 year old, it seems like you have a pretty good grasp on, on some of the political stuff that's going on. Um, I, I thought it was a great response and yeah, I mean, it, it was a good answer. I, I was looking for something like that and wanting to know kind of like your fears maybe too on the future or, you know, for me personally, I'd say growing up and not really knowing too much about politics, kind of like you were saying and not talking about it to your, friends as a 15 year old but as you get older and you get out of high school and you start getting introduced to all these different topics and stuff and then you start realizing that some of your friends don't think the same as you and i think we lose kind of what we had as kids and then relationships start getting ruined over something so basic as politics like we we don't have to destroy our friendship over a political view i mean yeah, it goes pretty deep, man. But I, I just loved your response. I could, I kind of keep going, you. but I want to hear other people's thoughts.
2: Yeah, I kind of like what you said about, you know, we shouldn't, um, you know, lose friends and stuff over politics. Um, I, you know, I so I did a, I did a TikTok about this one time where I said um, I was basically doing TikTok and I was saying, you know, I had to, I had to um, get rid of a friend because this friend said some racist stuff on Facebook. And the person, so I'm doing this, like, back and forth with myself, basically. And the person said, so you really got rid of a friend because of something they said on Facebook? And I said, they said racist stuff. Like, they were racist. And they're like, yeah, but, like, so, like, you really got rid of a friend because of something they said on Facebook? And I'm like, wow. They were racist, you know? Holy moly. Here's the thing. I see that a lot with people. So, like, yeah, like— I if if you want to argue and have a have a conversation about like fiscal responsibility, you think the government should spend less money on welfare and less money on the homeless. I feel like that's a good philosophical debate that we can have, right? Um, if you think my life doesn't matter, though, like that's not a philosophical debate that we can I like. I agree with you. Yeah. That's not up for debate. That's not up for. I'm not going to compromise on that, you know. And not to say like because, you know, sometimes people will say, oh, I don't, I disagree with the Black Lives Matter platform. That's fine. Um, You say I disagree with Black Lives Mattering, then yeah, we we can't be friends, you know? Um, And so, like, sometimes uh, I found myself in certain, there's been a couple of lost friends and family members because of, you know, racism or sexism or misogyny. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to compromise on those things. Like, like blatant things like that are going to be tough for me now if you have a if you have a lack of understanding of some historical stuff and we want to talk about that that's fine i mean i i don't i don't fault anyone for not understanding some history if i can explain it to them and they understand and then we that's fine but there there are areas that i think aren't up for debate so and that's and that's one thing i think christian like um you will have to be worried because I grew up in a very I grew up in a conservative town you know where um all my friends that I grew up with and played sports with were predominantly white and I think um social media has exposed some of these people for the things I didn't know about them so people feel pretty emboldened to say exactly how they feel sometimes on on social media so I've cut people off based on those things you
1: know Absolutely
0: sure. You know uh, Christian yeah I appreciate your response, you actually even had a pun in there. You said things were going downhill. And I was like, Oh dude, that's, that's a good one. (laughs) 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 Um, but I think one thing, Demetrius, I have a, I have a curious question of curiosity there. Um, how, how would you, what's the difference between compromising and engaging people who maybe like, don't like you, right. Because of your race. Um, but, but like, what's the work that needs to be done, to help toward those people so they can change their mind? Or is it like, where's the difference between compromise and engaging to help change minds? What do you think?
2: If someone comes to me with the um, they have to want to change some. And, and I, I often have to tell people like, you got to do some of the work too. You know, like I have, I mean, I have a freaking library of books that you know, I've read and, and I've become very, you know, versed on, on a lot of these topics. So you have to come with, you have to want to change a little bit. Um, I'm not going to argue with someone that doesn't want to change. I just don't, I, I, there's no point in spending the time to do that. And it's hard because I, and I know like what you're, what you're trying to get at here is, is important and I get it, but, um, I've had black conservatives reach out to me and say, hey, man, one time I I changed this KKK guy. You know, he lived on my he lived on my street. And, man, I I went to work on him. And and I'm like, "Uh, dude wants to be in the KKK. Like, you have to be actively out of a racist white supremacist organization. You have to actively be like, hey, I'm trying to unpack some things that I learned as a kid. You know, I, I. I'm not going to approach you while you're wearing a hood and say, let me try to explain to you why that's bad. You're really not ready for that conversation. So um, there, it's hard because it's hard to say because there's been I've had many people put it like this. I've had many people and it really does make me feel good. Comment or or, or send me a DM that say, hey, listen, your videos are what has made me realize that I grew up in a pretty racist family and I'm learning to unpack these things through your videos. Love that, you know? Then there's the people who will DM me and say, oh, you just, you're just you just trying to be the victim. Why don't you just get a job and stuff? And it's like, I got a oh job. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they want to go to that, the, the typical racist trope, you know, of like, Oh, you just you're just trying to say, woe is me, I'm black, I d I can can't get a job, I can't everybody's against me. I'm like, no, I'm not even saying that. I'm actually just advocating for people who are in those situations though, you know. So but it is I what you're saying is important and I wish I could give you a good answer as to like where I know that line is where I can try to like engage with someone and and we can, you know, change hearts and minds and stuff, or where it's just I just walk away and let them be them, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you caught the essence of what I was trying to say. Um, and I think you're right. I think there has to be a sense of willingness to change a heart um, or even openness. And I think uh, not everyone's called to engage in with, we would say, a KKK member, right? Some some have that heart to do that. And that's their passion. But I think one thing that you're doing, especially on your platform, and I think that we all kind of do is that we kind of share our experiences as they're known through a lens of this is how race has affected my life. This is how socioeconomic perspectives have impacted my life. And this is and I'm going to make it known so that people can say, oh, wow, I did have that perceived notion of someone in poverty, right? Uh, Because now you're in front of me and you're sharing and engaging um, like, hey, you know what it's like being poor. And you're like, oh, I maybe I did feel this way about maybe this Mexican or this black or whatever minority it might be. Um, So I think it's like for us to be in the spaces and sharing our experiences, um, I think it it helps other people who didn't have maybe grew up with a minority groups. They're like, oh, there is this preconceived notion of things and I need to kind of reframe it. So I'm glad people are reaching out to you um, and and sharing that. Hey, I have my change of hearts, but not everyone is on that page, too. Um, But we'll talk a little bit more about the importance also of if we can't address the big issues national level. What are things that we can do to make a difference? And I, all of us are in that space uh, doing that work. So, yeah, we'll talk about that more after the break. You've been listening to The Better Modesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on iHeart Radio app. This is your host, Ulysses Vasquez, Nico Solorio, uh, Christian Fletcher, and uh, Demetrius Nair. So I'm, I'm reading Better Modesto Show. So,
2: <laughs> so I'm like,
0: uh, we'll catch you after the break. Listeners, welcome back. This is the Better Modesto Show on KFIV 1360 and live on the iHeartRadio app. This is your host, Ulysses Vasquez, co-host Nico Salorio, Demetrius Nair, Christian Fletcher. And we are also on Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can find us there. Also, follow us on Instagram um, and just let us know your thoughts. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this episode? Um, do you disagree with any of us on anything? Um, and I think one thing, uh, if you're listening to the show and you're, you've been a consistent listener, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Um, and if you're new here, welcome. Um, this kind of conversation, we usually will have a guest on the show, but one thing that we focus on here on the Better Medicine Show is what is the difference that we can make on a local level, right? There's cities across this country um, that are finding different ways, innovative ways um, to address issues that you see at the local level, homelessness. Uh, local politics, um, housing, um, and mental health things that are just unilaterally across our nation are issues that every person in every city are are just combating, right? And trying to make their city better. And so we hope that on this show, you can get some tips and be encouraged that there are things being done, not only here in the local level, but also on a national level. You can be like,
1: hey, I want to remind you guys, because of the storm that's going on and stuff like that, to please download the Go Modesto app. Um, it is an app here in Modesto, where you're able to um, notify the city for any trees that have fallen down during the storm, any drainage issues. Um, there's a bunch of great things that you can use this app for. Um, I know you, Lisa, also wanted to touch on the Community Police Review Board. Um, so the city of Modesto did accept the creation of the Community Police Review Board on Tuesday, December 13th. And as of right now, there is a Community Police Review Board application open for constituents in Modesto. And this application is found on the City of Modesto website. You're gonna go under the tabs. You're gonna click on Government. You're gonna click on Board, Commissions and Committees. You're gonna go to A through C and you scroll down a little bit, you'll see Community Police Review Board. The application is due January 31st at 5 p.m. So if you are interested in being on the Community Police Review Board, please go online, fill out the application, and hopefully you'll get a a response back from the city uh, to move forward in the process. So that's a little bit of that. Um, Ulysses, I see you're back. So if you'd like to, to join in and just got done talking about the community review board and the application and you want to talk about that a little bit
0: yeah yeah um i'm glad to be back here virtual world things can go crazy. my internet dropped but i'm back and yeah nico um i'm glad you mentioned about the community uh, police community review board um because i think that's just like one example that if you know maybe you're listening to um coach demetrius's uh, talks or you're, you know, maybe just getting into politics or, you know, how that that's one way that community um community like projects are done. Um but it's not the only one. And so um that's getting involved on a board and serving um is an important one. But there's also other opportunities to get involved in nonprofits um as well. And just sharing the news as well. Um I think is super important. Um But yeah, I think in such a, like a big, when I feel like now that we have a new cycle, that's like 24/7, right. And there's always something, you know, that's going on and things can kind of, for at least for myself can seem like overwhelming environment wise or whatever issue it is. Um, You know, it's, it's, I mean, study show and science shows that anytime you can give some of your time and make a difference, um, help out your neighbor one way or another, um, yeah, I think it, it enhances the person, you help, your person you're helping life, your own life, and also ultimately, I mean, it makes a ripple effect in your community. So, um, yeah, just again, I really hope that uh, if that's something you're passionate about, you're hearing a lot about police matters and you're like, hey, I want to make a difference and make sure that, um, you know, there's proper oversight of policing. I mean, this- uh,
1: so membership requirements for the community Rebu- review board. Man, that's a tongue twister for sure. Uh shall be compromised of nine members who reside within the city limits with preferences provided to residents representing diverse ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, professional experience, organizational affiliations, and neighborhood districts in Modesto. And you shall be a registered elector of the city. And you just have some of the responsibilities that are listed on here. So there's not really too many requirements. So, you know, if you are interested, then please go on the Modesto, city of Modesto website, uh, ModestoGov.com and look up the application and fill it out.
0: That's awesome. There's one thing when you're like very passionate about a topic, right? Um, and there's another thing I think when you're able to like put yourself on the, in that table, right? And be able to just share your perspective and I don't know, yeah, just be a representative for the people and be like an, you know, an honest constituent. And uh, yeah, maybe we can't do it on a national level, but we do have the opportunity to make a difference here in that way. And if that's something that calls to you, yeah, I also echo what Nico said. Definitely go for it and uh, get involved. That's that's one way to get stuff going in our community. Uh, we have uh, a couple minutes left, um, but yeah, I am definitely looking forward to having. Uh, an update on Chris from what he thinks on the Hill. Um, but yeah, we next next week we have um, Marvin Jacobo, who's the executive director of City Ministry Network, um, which is a, a fantastic nonprofit that it has this, kind of its arms in a lot of different areas. Uh, so we're definitely excited to have that. Um, yeah, and again, this is just the start of a new year. We have some exciting programming going on um, and ways for you to also get involved And uh, yeah, we just appreciate you listeners. And yeah, and and again, if there's something that you find here that you're like, oh, man, I need to share this, um, feel free to share this through our links, sharing it on Spotify or Apple podcast. Um, That's one of the best things that that you can help do to help us out is just spread the word of our show and tell people about it. So yeah, any closing thoughts for you guys?
2: You know, I was going to say, I think one way, one thing to do locally would be to Um, Get out and meet people. I think one of the reasons why we are apprehensive towards different groups is because we don't know those groups. We don't understand those groups. We haven't kind of engaged with those groups. And so um, I just know from my own experience, you know, growing up in a predominantly um, African American city an area that i grew up in like i had to learn to get to know other groups when i moved to california so and i think it's made me a better person
0: again thank you for being here listeners and sharing this time it means a lot to us and we look forward to a wonderful year full of guests full of conversations enlightening us, uh, and making us, uh, better for our city and our communities. So you've been listening to the Better Modesto show on KFIV 1360 and live on the I Heart Radio app. Also find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This has been your host, Ulysses Vasquez, Nico Solorio, Demetrius Snare, and Christian Fletcher. Thank you for joining us. Catch you next week.